So I, I was born and raised in Colombia until I was eight years old. And um, I, um, I, remember, I remember a lot of stuff about Colombia. I was um, born in a city called Pereira, which is somewhere around the coffee making axis of Colombia, as it's called. Um, and in the city, I remember it was always a treat when we got to go out to eat somewhere. My family was rather poor and, you know, going out to eat was not a common occurrence. So when we did, you know, it was a pretty big deal. And I'm not talking about like going to, you know, any kind of expensive eateries or anything like that. You know, I'm talking about like going to get something like McDonald's type food, <laughs> you know, like that was, that was kind of a big deal. Um, again, just because we were pretty poor and we didn't really have the money for that stuff. So one of the spots that I remember a lot as a kid was um, this chicken spot called Frisbee. And uh, Frisbee, I think the best comparison that I can give, at least here from the United States, is Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? It's It was breaded chicken. Um, and I remember some reason the the delightful way of eating that chicken was with honey um <laughs> like you know we would go we would order place our order and then we would always ask for uh for a bunch of packets of honey and it was it really was delicious uh, i don't know why that combination is so delicious but anyway I, it kind of reminds me of like chicken and waffles with syrup and stuff like that sorry if you're listening to this late at night and i'm starting to make you hungry i sincerely apologize but this whole episode is going to talk about chicken well in some ways uh anyway frisbee was by the time i was a kid by the time i came to existence it, there were already several places around my city Pereira that had um Uh, that had one of these restaurants you know there were there were a handful of them and um by that point they were already also in some other cities now uh, excuse me what i didn't know was that this uh franchise actually began in my city in pereira i had no clue um and It's pretty interesting to me how I've come to know a lot of just kind of curious details about my city and about Colombia as a whole after becoming an adult and after not living there for many, many years. And I think, you know, that has to do just with the fact that I left at such a young age. So there were a lot of details about, you know, like the country's history that I guess I just didn't, I wasn't exposed to, you know? Maybe if I had done middle school and high school over there, uh, I would have learned more about the country's history. But, um, but yeah, I, I've taught myself, you know, just out of personal curiosity, a lot about uh, my country's history and 
how it's come to be what it is. And some of it, again, is like, you know, just general historical knowledge. But some of it is kind of like random facts like this, the origin story of Frisbee. And so it turns out it was started by this guy called uh, Alfredo Hoyos. I guess the uh, Americanized version of that name would be Alfredo Hoyos. And um, Alfredo Hoyos was uh, apparently born and raised in Pereira, in that same city. And, you know, he became an entrepreneur. You know, he started back in the 60s and 70s, you know, it's when he kicked off his career and he uh, started basically what was like the introduction of fried breaded chicken into Colombia. You know, like this wasn't something that was widely available like it was here in the United States. And, um, and like, sure enough, there were, I remember when I was a kid, there were only, I think, two chicken spots in my city. One of them was this place called Cocorico, which was grilled, grilled chicken. And then, and then the other one was Frisbee, which was fried breaded chicken. And, um... Frisbee as a kid was particularly delightful, you know, just because of the fried crispiness of it and stuff like that. Uh, but I just never knew that it had begun there. And this gentleman, Alfredo Ojos, died recently. And it was really pleasant to learn a little bit about his, um, his legacy. Uh, because by all accounts, this was a very special man, like a very special businessman. He was not... Uh, he was not all about the money, like blindly chasing after money and profit. You know, it seems like he was, uh, somebody described him as the man who introduced conscious capitalism to Colombia. You know, Frisbee started off uh, as a single location in a park. This park called El Lago which means the lake. Um, and I remember that park. I, you know, went to it a bunch of times as a kid. As a kid. And uh, apparently that's where it began. There was a pizzeria there. And the chicken started being sold out of that same pizzeria. But eventually it became, like, so popular that the whole pizzeria just kind of, you know, converted into this chicken spot. And eventually became known as Frisbee. And then eventually they opened up more locations and they started franchising out to other cities in the country. And now it's a, you know, it's a national chain, food chain. And um, the the interesting thing is that this guy, Alfredo Hoyos, as a business owner, was all about his people. He cared a lot about the quality of the employee experience. He cared a lot uh, about ensuring that his staff felt taken care of, that they felt like family. And this is this is a very big deal, especially in a country like Colombia, where, you know, it's so hard to find reliable work over there little less reliable work that is also accompanied by, you know, a decent, uh, decent treatment, you know, as an employee. And apparently 
Ojo's was very much about taking care of his staff. Uh, he created leadership schools. He created uh, development schools for training leaders to manage his stores and to manage uh, the chain. And he contributed a lot of money and effort towards conservation of nature. Apparently this dude was very much in love with with nature um, uh, to the point where he decided uh, for you know when his death was near he decided to move relocate himself to this place uh, to a um, a ranch near um, this river it's one of the main rivers in Pereira it's called El Rio Otun the Otun River I guess uh and he wanted to be near the river where he could hear the water running, where he could hear the wind rustling through the trees, where he could hear some wildlife. He wanted to spend his last days and breathe his last breath somewhere near nature. And man, when I was reading that, I couldn't help but, you know, I couldn't help but wonder, like, is is there a correlation between an individual who is in tune with nature and does that impact how that individual runs a business, right? Like in the case of this man, Alfredo. Because having sensitivity to nature... It kind of makes you more sensitive, I think, to just, I don't know, life in general, maybe. Um, I wonder how much that influenced him, you know? Like, I think, for example, if uh, philosophies like Taoism, which has a very strong focus on, on nature and... Um, learning to appreciate the natural flow of life and, uh, you know, how, like, the Tao Te Ching, for example, as a holy book, was written by Lao Tzu really to a ruler, like, to a young ruler, I think it is. And you see that, right? Like, throughout the pages of the Tao Te Ching, you can tell that a lot of the lessons that Lao Tzu was trying to teach are specifically related to ruling a nation and to what a ruler should should act like and be like. And um, I didn't go as far as learning about Alfredo Ojo's uh, beliefs, but hearing so much emphasis on his concern over nature and his desire to breathe his last breath around nature and near nature, it just makes me wonder, did that inspire him? And did that inspire the way that he led his people and the way that he ran his businesses? Um, I think overall, it's kind of a beautiful thing, you know, that somebody can be part of a capitalist society and contribute and build 
but at the same time like be about much more than just whatever it is that you're selling you know this dude was a lot more than just a guy who sold fried chicken (laughs) you know what i mean uh yeah he did that yeah he made his fortune out of that you know he made his his career out of that but at the same time and along the way he lifted other people up you know he trained leaders leaders who would eventually and inevitably inevitably uh go out and create their own stuff you know start their own ventures some of them must have become entrepreneurs like who knows you know somebody decides to sow some effort knowledge time expertise into your life and that could turn the course of your life you know drastically for the better so who knows how many lives this man impacted but again by all accounts all the words that are shared about him after his death um it seems like he was a man who was able to uphold a very high standard and lived a life caring about much more than the green in his pocket, you know? And this is especially especially praiseworthy because it happened within the context of a country where, <laughs> you know, it's every person for themselves and everybody's looking out for their own best interests. And that's something that is lamentable, you know, about Colombian society, but it's reality. It's reality. It's why Colombians make such great salespeople and business people because, you know, there's this kind of innate instinct for cutthroat survivalism. <laughs> uh, and these are my people, so, you know, it's something that I've observed not only in Colombia, because again, I was only there until I was eight years old, but, you know, living the years that I lived in Miami, um, you know, I lived there for many, many years and I was able to see how that instinct is so, uh, characteristic of the Colombian people. So, and unfortunately that instinct takes, you know, a lot of Colombian business people to disregard the good of others, you know, the benefit of others. But um, it's so refreshing to hear about an individual like Alfredo Hoyos who made people happy with some delicious fried chicken, but at the same time, you know, he lifted up others. He lifted up future generations of leaders and he helped to bless the environment and nature. And in turn got to, it seems like, breathe his last with peace and with a clear conscience. And that's a hell of a way to go. So, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Alfredo Hoyos. Rest in peace. Imagine noise. 